Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, I have decided to talk about a homeopathic remedy called Chelidonium. Chelidonium is an amazing liver remedy. It is actually, that's the main reason. It's it's just, and it's in my book in the the keynote word is liver. This is a remedy that Compton Burnett talked about quite extensively as the main remedy for liver involvement whenever there is like a pressure in the area of the liver. He used it, Compton Burnett, like I said, he, he lived at around the late 1800s, early, I mean, very, very early 1900s. He was an amazing doctor. He wrote many, many books on organ therapeutics and and other issues, gout and and things like that. And he was famous for so many things. He was a medical doctor that used homeopathy to such an extent that we are still learning from him today. Chalidonium is the major remedy used for gallstone colic, itching of the skin, and jaundice. James Tyler Kent writes that chalidonium is a remedy more suitable for acute diseases. And he's right, because when we use chalidonium also, you want to use it in a very low potency because when you use this remedy, it actually helps the liver to restore function and repair. And so the lower, the better. I like to actually use it in a 3x potency. Um, Though it cures certain chronic conditions, and I say certain chronic conditions, it's used for acute disease. But most of these types of acute disease, if it involves the liver, has been going on for a long time that we don't even, that maybe we weren't aware of it, but it's a chronic condition that gives you acute symptoms. It is not a very deep acting remedy. It is about like bryonia in its general plane, length and depth of action. It has been used principally in gastric and intestinal catars, in acute and semi-chronic liver troubles, and in right-sided pneumonia. The skin is likely to be sallow and gradually increases to marked jaundice in connection with these complaints. Semi-chronic gastritis with jaundice, gastroduodenal catara, congestion and soreness of the liver with jaundice, right-sided pneumonia complicated with liver troubles or jaundice. This remedy seems to act throughout the system, but almost always along with the liver which is involved. It is suitable for what the old people and the doctors call biliousness. Now, and they call them like a bilious headache, uh, which simply means by bilious headache, it means that a headache will occur approximately one hour after eating. And if someone has a headache like that, that's known as bilious. So you know that there's a liver involvement. And chelidonium is often a very, very good remedy for that. So there are very few mental symptoms that come out in this proving. It's just really a good liver remedy. <laughs> I, um, Speaking of the liver, okay, so I, I very often will use chelidonium in a low potency. And then at the same time, I will give milk thistle um, in the herb form along with um, chelidonium just to help soothe the liver. We have a homeopathic remedy called Cardis Mar, which is made from milk thistle, uh, which is, you know, like I said, it is made from milk thistle, but I like to I actually give it in the herb form a lot when a person has 
liver issues. That's more for repair. Uh, if, if I suspect someone has like ongoing liver issues, like so we, we did the whole liver mini training that we put out in December, and now I did a mini training on more organ therapies, and we're, we're going to continue through the whole summer with organ therapy mini trainings. And that's why I actually, it prompted me to do this chelidonium remedy because it is, I just, I kind of want to talk about some of these remedies that are so, so important for organ issues and chelidonium being one of the top. It'll actually help repair, you know, damaged liver. It's just that good. And so that's why I really wanted to talk about it. There are certain other, like I said, there are certain other liver remedies that, that we use if it's more than just the pressure or something like that. But because this is so dang important, I did want to put it on here. I know it's a, a, a great spasmodic cough remedy. Um, like, for instance, small lumps of mucus fly from the mouth when coughing, short exhausting cough, or violent cough with pain behind the sternum at night, tickling in the larynx, a dry cough as if the sensation of dust um, or a bilious pneumonia. And I say this biliousness, again, you remember that is especially if there's issues an hour after eating. Nightly attacks of asthma with a sense of constriction in the chest. Respiratory complaints. Um, and like I said, is a cough where the liver is involved. It's so funny because even with animals, I remember growing up and I, my dad would say something, oh, you know, like the dog would be coughing. And he'd say, that's a heart cough. Or then, then there'd be another cough, like the horse a cough would say, that's a liver cough. And I'm like, ah, I used to think, how do they know this stuff? <laughs> but I guess they were just experienced. But there, you actually can develop a cough, you know, when the heart is affected or if the liver is affected. And so, therefore, like you develop, like the heart might be involved if after exertion they start coughing. The liver could be involved if they start coughing after having eaten. Things like this. These are indications that there is other organ issues going on. Like I said, it, if you're a member, then obviously you're going to have the printout in the member's corner. But if you're not a member, you know, this is still just really good to hear. It's, it's good to understand the fact that we have what we call organ therapy remedies. And when I say organ therapy, um, this probably wouldn't be a so much of a constitutional or anything like that. But what happens is we often have, like say, organ damage. Someone has, if, you know, say for instance, fatty liver, whether it be from drinking alcohol or whether it be from drinking Diet Pepsi or something like that, people can develop organ damage over a period of time. And when you have organ damage, you have to do something to get things cleaned up and you have to do it in a real hurry. And you have to clean up your diet and you have to stop doing the bad things that you were doing that got yourself into that condition in the first place and turn things around. And things don't turn around super, super fast. It takes the body a while to trust you. All right. And the funny thing is, is they say the liver has memory. And when they say the liver has memory, it's like it takes literally, I'm, I'm not kidding you, I've read this. It takes like 21 days for the liver to learn to trust that you're going to not eat any garbage. So in other words, for that whole 21 days, the liver says, hmm, okay, fine. I still think she's going to give me some Diet Pepsi or hmm, I still think that she's going to have that, that drink of, I won't say beer because I don't, 
I don't think beer causes so much liver damage. I think it's, I think it's the harder alcohol. I don't even think wine causes so much heart al- um, liver damage. Yeah, it, the liver has a hard time processing it sometimes, especially if it's in a compromised state. But I think it's the harder alcohol, the harder liquor, that causes the actual liver damage um, more so than, like I said, like beer or wine. But anyway, long story short. Okay, so it takes the liver like 21 days to say, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't think it's real. I don't think they're, I don't think she's really going to do what she says she's going to do. But after 21 days and, and the person has cleaned up their diet and hasn't been drinking that diet Pepsi or diet Coke or Cola or whatever it is they usually drink, and, mm, okay, fine, maybe she, I can trust this, this person of mine. And so th- that point, then the liver will say, okay, I'm, I'm going to start... I'm going to start dumping some of these toxins and I'm going to go into the healing mode. So at that point, then the liver is willing to start cuffing off and getting rid of some of those toxins and really going to work to try to turn around. So, you know, like I said, it takes the liver a while before it will trust the body. It doesn't just go into healing, into the healing mode very quickly or very readily because people don't understand that the healing process it actually has to everything has to come to a screeching halt as far as the wrong direction once it comes to that that halt things will just kind of plane out for a bit and if everything still stays okay in that planed out level then the body is willing to turn around and start its healing process it'll detox and then it'll start to heal but it's not a quick process by no means and so I even, like I've been warning people in my, the liver, like in the liver training and stuff like that, is give the body that 21 days where you are really, really good to it. And then you can go ahead and start a, a good detox because then the liver is going to trust you enough that it will actually be willing to dump and it will actually be willing to do what it needs to do to start going into the healing direction. Because the funny thing is, is a lot of people will actually have what they call fatty liver and the fatty liver um, is it's really hard for it to process, do all the metabolic work that it is supposed to be doing. They say the liver has between 500 and 2,000 jobs that it does for our body. And we just take it for granted, you know. So when we have a fatty liver is really quite common. That's the reason I keep saying that. Pregnant women will go in, they'll have liver issues. The doctor will say, you have fatty liver. What am I supposed to do? Clean up your diet. You know, so, I mean, it's just that simple. It's just a lot of things... Um, that we expose our livers to that cause it stress and it can't process things the way it's supposed to. And it can actually, it will just turn things into fat, especially if you're t- taking in high amounts of sugar and things like that. So anyway, it doesn't take long though either to clean it up. And a, a, a woman who has been given the scare, so to speak, while she's pregnant, um, her liver can clean itself right up within that, that, that pregnancy duration. And it's just amazing how much better she'll feel. And she's like, what? You know, so then she learns very quickly what she can and can't eat. And a lot of it is heredity, too. You know, especially national, national, nationality dispositions and things like that that can affect the way that our livers work. So chelidonium, like I said, is one of my very, very favorites. It was one of Compton Burnett's favorites. He said that it's, it's probably the top working remedy. I like to also give... Um, for persons who have liver issues, like I said, milk thistle is great. Um, anything green is great to help flush that liver. A lemon juice is really good. Your liver needs good sugar, but not 
you know, like I say good sugar, like the sugar from real fruits. An apple a day really does keep the doctor away, folks. And you can have that apple or you can have it in the form of organic applesauce with no sugar added. You can have it in the, the form of organic apple cider, not concentrated apple juice, people. Organic apple cider, fresh squeezed apple juice or apples. Uh, no sugar added, of course. And then you can always dilute that down. So like if you manage to get some good apple cider, uh, you can throw it in the freezer. Just just throw your gallons, jugs in the freezer because you can only get it certain times a year. And then just you can take out a half a cup, add another half a cup or so of water and drink that first thing in the morning. Yum, yum. I know a lot of people like to do apple cider vinegar, which you have the mother in there, which is super, super good for you. Kombucha. Uh, is really good for you because it's really fermented. But I love apple cider. It's one of my favorite things to do for the liver. But you can, like I say, you can dilute that down. And um, and just, and like I said, just flush the liver, give it what it needs. And, you know, when they said an apple a day keeps the doctor away, that is so, so true. And chelidonium, when there's pain in the liver or pressure, some people even describe like a a throbbing fullness in the liver region, gallbladder colic. If you have actual gallbladder colic, sometimes berberis is more indicated than chelidonium, but you can alternate them. And that is very often really, really effective. But if you have, like, if you suspect you have liver issues, definitely seek a good homeopath that will help get you on a proper diet, help you take the right remedies, because there are a number of remedies. Like I said, I, I did do um, an organ mini training that that's very very helpful for things you can do for the liver but we have to understand how terribly important the liver is people we really do every time you're exposed to any even odors your liver has it in your body inhales them and that ends up in the liver anytime you're exposed to like chlorine swimming pools chlorine anything you're taking in like the fluoride and chlorine in the in town water don't drink it oh my gosh don't drink it it's poison get only drink good water even things like, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not a bottled water expert, but I can tell you what's not good. Aquafina is not good. Nestle is not good. Um, most, I mean, that Fuji or <laughs> my kids always laugh at me when I pronounce these things. But there are a couple of really good waters. Um, Chippewa water, spring water is really good. And then that Fuji or Fiji or whatever it is called, that's really good. Um, but those are the only two. I'm serious. I will not. I'm so careful. I won't buy most of it. It's most of it is either reverse osmosis or toxic. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you got to be really careful. And then I, I have a personal source of where I get my water. I live in town now, so I don't have my, my delicious well water that we used to have. I have to go get it. (laughs) And I do, I do. It's, um, some people go grocery shopping. I go to get my water every two weeks. So, (laughs) It's really important because everything will just muck up and make your liver toxic. And so we have to be really, really, really careful. This, this uh, chelidonium is a major liver and venous medicine. According to Rademacher, this remedy acts on the center of the liver. You can actually end up with a like soreness of all the vertebrae, the spinous process, burning pain, worse bending forward and worse bending backward, pain under at the lower angle of the right scapula. Worse for inspiration and motion of the right arm. A lot of people actually have liver pain and it ends up in their shoulder or behind their shoulder. So whenever anybody complains to me about shoulder pain and they're pointing to their right shoulder, I get a little bit concerned that it's actually a reflection of their liver. So especially if it's something that comes and goes um, quite frequently, 
and when they get stressed out because like I'm always saying you know I'm I'm an angry person <laughs> okay but I, I don't have as much anger as I, I say I do but yeah if you know if there's something goes wrong in my life I, you know I have this instantaneous anger it takes a moment to get it under control but whenever a person has their first response is anger to a situation you know we have that that little release of bile and whenever there's that little release of bile it's either going to end up in the gallbladder that hopefully the gallbladder will be able to take care of it or it if it can't it's going to end up in the bloodstream and then the spleen has to take everything has everything suffers you end up with rheumatism and all sorts of funky things go on but the point is is you know if someone is really stressed out, that liver starts acting up and, the, and that pain can go right to that shoulder. So just kind of watch for that. And like I said, don't hesitate to see a good homeopath. I tell people, you know, they ask me all sorts of questions. I say, seriously, treat your family, all your little aches and pains, treat your family and, and do it with confidence. But if it's something chronic, just seek a good homeopath. I know sometimes... It's hard to come up with the extra money because very often our insurances don't want to pay for a homeopath. I know a lot of the Christian insurances do. That's what most of us are doing nowadays is um, going with the, the Christian groups so that we don't have to be in the you know big brother system. And they have and they're very good about paying um, for alternative medicine, um, you know, trips to the doctor or trips to the alternative naturopath or whatever which I'm all in favor of because these people rarely go to the doctor. And these Christian insurances know that. They know if you go to a chiropractor or an acupuncturist or a naturopath or a homeopath that you're not going to be probably going to the hospital because you're going to get it taken care of naturally. Sure, it might be a you know $500 chunk, but it's not a, that's not a $25,000 chunk. My friend went to the doctor the other day, and she had a car accident. Oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful she was okay. But she got T-boned on a highway, and, oh. Anyway, she didn't go to the hospital, right? She chose not to go in to get checked out because she, you know, she took, started taking her arnica right away. But the next day, she was in so, so much pain that she, she went in just to make sure there was no internal bleeding or, you know, anything that needed critical critical care. So she went in and she said, Sue, I sat in the waiting room for two hours. And then I seen not the doctor, but somebody else. They gave me a CAT scan. I thought it was one CAT scan. Ended up being three because her daughter, who was a nurse, said it was three sections. So they call it three CAT scans. And she said, I'm not kidding you. My bill was $20,000 for two hours of not even getting to see a doctor. And she was so, so upset. She's mad at herself because she went in. But at the same time, just like when I had my spleen injury, it was five days before I went in, I was bleeding internally. (laughs) But the Arctica was keeping everything, you know, eh, interesting. But no, sometimes we just need to go in for that peace of mind. And if there is something going on that that needs quick, immediate surgery or attention, then we need to know about that, right? But the hospital bills like that are so... It's just, it's discouraging. It's just very, very discouraging. We talked about the the cough that, uh, you know, chelidonia might be really good for. Um, the bladder and kidneys, very often, the bladder and kidneys are even helped by chelidonium, especially if the urine is extremely dark or it stains dark or even red, or it can be cloudy with a chalky sediment. sediment. Um, diabetes is often helped by this remedy because you have to understand that diabetes is actually a um, is very often caused by a mucked up liver, 
that's overflowing into the gallbladder, and the gallbladder gets mucked up and it starts oozing crap back back over into the pancreas. And then the pancreas can't do its job, and so everything gets out of whack. And like I said, we blame so many, we can blame so many diseases on the liver, it's not funny. So I just, I just want to remind everybody, keep your liver healthy. And we don't always, we don't even recognize it as the liver until the thyroid starts to go or we end up with diabetes or some other thing. It's like we can go back and we can point everything to the liver because we don't know our liver is, is not well unless we have these little tiny keynote symptoms. Again, the headache, oh, it's, it's worse after eating, about an hour after eating, and that's known as a bilious headache. Um, neonat- neonatal jaundice. I, uh, any babies that have um, jaundice, I always suggest chelidronium. The yellowness of the tongue and the eyes, the skin behavior. <laughs> Anyone that has liver issues is angry, all right? They and want to impose their will upon others because they are ornery and they are not going to take no for an answer and they're not going to let you tell them what to do. That is angry. I know not too long ago, that's what prompted me to start doing all this liver stuff in the first place is because I was going through a phase where I just felt so angry. I even says to my doctor, my homeopathic doctor, I was telling her, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I just feel so angry lately. I says, in theory, I'm happy. I mean, I have a, you know, uh, there's nothing in my life that's, that I shouldn't be happy about or anything. I said, but I just feel angry. My response to everything is anger. And she said, Sue, you need to get your liver cleaned up. If you really have an anger response to everything, you need to clean up the liver. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew that. I knew that. Thank you for reminding me. But sometimes, you know, it's so hard to see ourselves, right? It just takes somebody who loves us to point it out to us. So um, that is what prompted me to talk about this, this wonderful, wonderful remedy, Chelidonium. And I just wanted to remind you guys that, you know, learn more about these types of remedies because they really do and can make a huge difference in our lives. It's, um, they're, like I said, they're very, very good things to have on hand. And like I said, I just keep it on hand in a 3x potency. Pay attention to what I eat and drink and try to give my liver that break. Do a beet Friday, uh, beet greens whole red beets, excellent, the best food you can give your, your liver. And like during Lent, I like to do, I like to do beet Fridays, nothing but beets or things are going to, fl- things are going to flush my liver. That's what I do. And it just gives the liver like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then watch it the rest of the week so that you, the liver can just, you know, continue to clean up. And then when you do like a beet Friday or, you know, a you can do that three-day Dr. Oz detox, but I don't recommend that until you've given your liver a nice 21-day vacation, so to speak. You know, nice liver-happy foods. Then you can do the three-day detox, give your liver that break. But chelidonium, like I said, is amazing for bringing your liver back to where it's supposed to be. All right. With that, I'm going to let you guys go. I hope this has helped to just bring some awareness to our organs and how the liver is so responsible for so, so many functions in our body tell you about this this wonderful remedy that is excellent for cleaning it up all right may god bless you and yours thanks for listening to this episode of homeopathy for mommies radio show please visit sue on her website homeopathyformommies.com and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com wednesday noon eastern as always we pray the lord blesses you with good health vitality strength and wisdom